Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Well, today we have reached the final episode in our series, Building Powerful Presence and Rapport. And we've covered a lot in this series, and I hope you've followed us all the way. And here again, if you know someone that might benefit from this series, I hope that you'll still share it. In fact, uh, there are many series previous to that, the, this that you may find useful, not only in your own life, but in those around you. So I hope that you will keep them in mind. They're always posted on either iTunes or on um, Stitcher.com. And actually, there's some other platforms that have picked up this podcast. So you can really find it a lot of places. Just search me online on Google. But we have covered uh, really the seven traits that professionals with strong executive presence display. And we've been walking through those. But we started out, as you know, with some questions to kind of ask yourself so that you could determine what areas that you need to work on. So if you if you're just joining us now, I'd encourage you to go all the way back to the beginning of this series. But so far of the seven, we've covered composure, connection, charisma, confidence, credibility, and clarity. So clarity was yesterday. So today, we're going to dive into collaboration. And uh, collaboration is the final piece to this. So really, there's probably more that we could do with this, but I'm going to end at this point. We're going to start with a brand new series tomorrow. So with collaboration, there's really a lot to consider and factor in. Uh, now, when it comes to collaboration, most experts agree that collaboration, whether in you know business or, or in a family environment or you know even when you go to, say, counseling sessions or whatever, there has to be some collaboration that takes place. If you are a parent, you have to be willing to collaborate with your children. So this is a skill that can benefit all of us and really build that great rapport. The ones that don't have a good rapport, those are absolutely shut down no my way or the highway they do not have a good presence they will not exceed their their uh, their ability to become anything more than just a dictator and i hate to say that in such harsh words but if you really want to build a powerful presence and rapport you have to be willing to collaborate no matter who you're working with so people will always respect you more when you're open and willing to involve them in conversation and in solutions so when it works, the combined brain power of intelligent people, and that's including your children, your spouse, your your the people you work with, the coworkers, the the results can be amazing and, and incredible. In fact, you can solve some very complex problems with this type of collaboration. So just a few ground rules to help you out on this. The first one is you've got to remove quiet politeness. I you know now I realize there's got to be some boundaries. You know you got to say okay, no shouting, no calling names. You know, we've got to have some kind of boundaries in place. Uh, but, but at the same time, you have to allow people to be open and honest. So when people are allowed to be willing to, to open themselves up, to be challenged, to have some creative, constructive conflict, it can be very powerful and productive. So you might want to find innovative, fun ways to stimulate a passionate debate. Reward openness and authenticity with admiration. And, you know, real groundbreaking ideas only surface when people go all in and they are willing to get vulnerable with one another in a safe environment. Okay, so nobody's going to get clobbered um, if they're willing to open up. And if they do get clobbered, then they're going to shut down right away and you're not going to get the results that you want. All right, so the next one is established communication protocols. Okay, and I already started kind of talking about this, but setting up specific communication guidelines helps your participants focus on the ideas rather than worrying about missing something or chasing people. 
Determine in advance who will talk to whom and when and how often. Let the people know what channels are appropriate. Perhaps create a specific place in your intranet or use uh, collaboration software uh, or start with an agenda or have, you know, maybe a, a fun game that you play or, you know, gamification or some kind of activity, whether it's personal or professional environment. And, and get full buy-in and clarification on the rules so that it's all clear that when violation occurs, it can be easily remedied and everybody's in agreement on the same page. Okay, use a specific ideation pr uh, process. So it's important to put method a method to the madness. Uh, random brainstorms with little or no structure exclude some of the process while allowing others to dominate the conversation. So do your homework and learn effective facilitation techniques that will surface creativity. Outline in advance the people, processes, and resources required so that everyone involved feels free to focus on the work and not the logistics, okay? Um, and then give requirement and permission. Nothing is more frustrating when working with a group of people, again, whether it's personal or professional, where contributions are unequal or worse or unreliable. So develop clear guidelines for responsibilities and build in some accountability. Articulate deadlines and consequences if someone falls short and make sure people know that they have permission to speak up if others are not pulling their weight. And you got to have a peace factor in, okay? So, um, you know, one of the things in a personal relationship that I find very, very effective is called the feather technique. And I think I've mentioned it before in my series on relationships. You know, who's ever holding the feather, everybody else has to be quiet and listen, and then it gets passed, and then they have to listen to that person. But And that's just one idea of multitudes. So have a small distraction of rancor earlier on in the systematic failure near the deadline. Quickly remove non-compliant people who may be involved. Um, might be a timeout if it's a personal relationship um, before they can destroy the trust and end morale of the group discussion. Uh, work with respect. Few go into a collaboration process with the intentions of being disrespectful, yet you know how it goes. Emotions can happen. And so it can become verbal or nonverbal disrespect. And, you know, and that, that's, not, that's not acceptable. So we need to make sure that we're willing to be respectful but abide by the rules. You know, quiet politeness. Um, or distraction by, you know, irrelevant discussion. Um, if everyone shows respect by focusing each minute of activity on the common objectives of the group, the requirement time will be short and the results will be uh, plentiful. So then finally, uh, there has to be praise and credit, affirmations, loudly, okay? If, if the people that are involved in the conversation see the positive attributes of collaboration, then they'll be encouraged to make effective collaboration pervasive and help establish a culture of developing groundbreaking breaking results. So that was a very quick rendition of the uh, ground rules in effective collaboration. And by learning this skill, it will definitely give you a good rapport. I mean, if you think of maybe some good coaches that you know out there that, that coach uh, uh, athletic teams, they're always really good at collaborating. Even some military people, very, very good at collaboration. And people have so much high regard for them. Well, that's it for this series. This is Michelle Stuffus with your Journey to Greatness routine. I hope it's been beneficial to you. Look forward to having you join us again tomorrow as we jump into a brand new series. And we are going to talk about how to champion other people. So this is going to be an exciting one. I'm really looking forward to it. So have a great day and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for joining